episode 97 let's go ahead and get into this kanye thing let us pray first dear father god i pray that you watch over this podcast watch over the listeners and the energy that i'm about to project i pray that everybody leave with an understanding and a mind of their own i pray that when this podcast is over the number of emotions will decrease i pray for healing i pray for compassion because lord knows this society likes just that give us strength and also give me the strength and use me as the vessel to bring people closer to home. If I don't do nothing else, use me as the vessel to bring people closer to home. In your name we pray. Amen. Hi, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and get into the Kanye West thing, man. First off, I want to say I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted because the world that we live in, man, emotion are just flying everywhere. People can't seem to tame their emotion, whether it's rumors, lies, truth, execution, non-executional moves being made. It seems as if emotions is what's running the world for real, for real, especially in these times. Kanye West is someone who I've been looking up to for a very long time. I don't wanna be like him, but I look up to Cuz, or I once did. He's going through a lot. as everybody can see but I want to try my best to get straight to the point with this podcast because while everybody is emotional acting like they all outraged about the things they hear and see online it seems as if people don't understand what they're doing that can be a detriment to society and the universe you see it's easy to point blame that's just the easiest thing to do the hardest thing to do is to look deep down inside of where the fuck you going wrong And there's a lot of people going wrong, which leads me to this point. Today's title of this podcast is called Kicking a Person While They Down. Now, there's many ways I can go with this. And I know a lot of people are like, Man, Kanye West deserved everything he's talking about, bro. What you talking about? He said that Harriet Tubman didn't free the slave. They went to go work for other people, white people. He said slavery is a toy. The man met up with Donald Trump, bro. He with that white bitch, Kim Kardashian. See, he hanging with him. 
He an A-list celebrity, bro. You know he part of Illuminati. You know he done been in all them weird-ass Hollywood parties, seeing God knows what. But here's the thing, what I want y'all to look into. Although you're right about what you said about Kanye, because these are his actions. Hell, there's a lot of things that Kanye has done that has been very questionable towards the community and people in general. But if you're going to kick Kanye, you might as well keep on kicking Nick Cannon. Because that nigga had everybody hop on the black power bus and said, come with me. I'm disgusted by Nick Cannon. How are you going to fold after people support you? You a HOE for folding anyway. You had other people jeopardize their careers, stick their neck out for you, and then you fold. What kind of hoe is that? It was a selfish move. You had them jeopardize their foundations for no reason. If you wasn't about that life, you shouldn't have opened your mouth. Kind of like the nigga who don't, who don't really want to go to jail, but you in the car from trying to go catch a body. You got a lot of niggas playing themselves, jumping in these tough guy roles that they can't really play. Started barking like he was about that life. Then dropped us off on the plantation with Leonardo DiCaprio on Django. And everybody was just sitting up in the car like, in the bus like, yo, nigga, what the hell is we, where the hell we at? Oh, I'm dropping y'all off because uh, I got to apologize. Even though I do talk that Black Power stuff, I got to apologize, y'all. I'm sorry. And everybody on the bus that's about that life like, yo, what the hell? How I, what the fuck? How did I get here? Oh, hell no. But Nick Cannon went backwards with his career. Remember, I told you, he came into the game on that poster boy shit, not even woke at all and wanted to be woke five years ago. Then he folded and his car got pulled and it's obvious to see who this guy is. He may be black power. He may be for black people, but he ain't about that life. Kanye West, on the other hand, has people in his bloodline that was on that shit. His mother, his father. I think his father was in the Black Panther. Somebody was in the Black Panther, whether it's his mother or his father. I believe his father. And he even said it himself. She was arrested for the sit-in, and with that in my blood, I was born to be different. Hell, his middle name is Omari, God's the highest. This man came into the game talking that stuff, talking for black people fighting on behalf of us. Hell, he was the first man to ever get on television and call out the, the, the president of the United States. The first black man I've ever seen on his level calling out the president of the United States on national television. It was so big that the president had to respond. Remember what he said? Yes, I did. Call me a racist. George Bush doesn't care about black people. That's because I said he's a racist. I didn't appreciate it then, and I don't, I don't appreciate it now. I resent it, and it was one of the most disgusting moments of my presidency. Even Chris Tucker was looking crazy. Like, oh, damn, did this nigga just say that? It was different times at the time. So, let's not act like Kanye ain't moved no weight in this game, because we all know he did. But the problem is... The last six to seven years, his moves have been questionable, or I would say ever since his mother died. I think his mother died in 2007, I believe, or six. Between six and eight, between 2006 and eight, his mother passed away. And if you're a real Kanye West fan, hell, you ain't even gotta be a real fan. If you absorb the situation, you will see that he ain't, his screws ain't been tight since then. I'm a huge Kanye West fan. Met him and all. Shook his hand and all. When I met that man, I felt like it was second nature. Like, I belong here. I belong here. Didn't have a conversation with him like that. 
but I broke through security and all, stuck my hand out, showed him something on my phone. He smiled, I smiled, we dapped up. I pounded my chest, he pounded his. We went on by that way. But let me get straight, straight, straight to the point. I'm seeing all online people saying, oh, fuck Kanye, he crazy, he need help. Man, another thing with Kanye again. Why feed that energy when you know a man is sick? You see, a lot of people don't understand the magnitude of the opinions that they project and upload online. You see, people feel like because they're the consumers, they're the fans, oh, I'm sitting back watching, that they're not held accountable and not responsible for the shit they project. And this is how you can get caught up into what the title and the topic of this whole podcast is about, kicking a person while they're down. I think we can all agree if I, if I had 100 people right now, right now in the same room, I think most of us will all agree that Kanye has a mental illness or something's clearly wrong with her. He either has a disorder or just, we just know something is off. And this ain't the same yay that we ran into years ago. This ain't the same yay that came into the game. The yay years ago was more level-headed. He wasn't going on a series of rants of irrationalism. And if he did seem irrational, it was only at that time. And then later on, we'll be like, oh, so Kanye talking about power structures. He's talking about owning your own. He's talking about that I'm not rich. I don't own everything. They own everything. He put out the song Power. He put out so many different messages that made me understand the art of his craziness. But some art can't be explained. And you can't expect people to pick up your art and pick up your opinions because you're the GOAT and expect for them to be on the same page as you. I don't think Kanye thinks that way. I do think he's all. I don't think that everything he says is completely out of this world. I believe that when you get to a certain level of life, especially something that most people haven't been through, there are things that you go through Especially if, you speak, especially if you speak on it, that a lot of people just won't understand. And you gotta be okay with that. It really hurts a lot of people when they try to make a point and the majority just ain't buying it. I think number one, that's hurting Kanye internally. I think he's dealing with family issues, which is clear, he tweeted it out. I think he's dealing with the loss of his mother still. I think he's dealing with people problems, a tug of war with the consumers, a lot of different things. But what I don't like is that it's so cool to hate Kanye. It's so cool to kick him while he's down. It's so cool to clown his weirdness. And to be real, there are a lot of so-called woke celebrities that wish they could have put out the shit that Kanye was saying at the time. And they're saying it now in 2020. Now don't get it twisted. I'm not hating on any black person and black celebrity that decides to come out now and be all black power. But I will watch you and I will pull your card if I see something off. One person that I'm not feeling right now when it comes to this black power shit is Trey Song. Trey Song just met a grand awakening. He gives me a lot of T.I. vibes. You know, you know when T.I. wasn't woke, 
past three, four years ago. Trey Songz ain't never spoke up on nothing. And I'm not itching on these celebs that decide to pick up one day and go all for black power. But it be so clear, and I know I'm not the only one that feels this way, that they be faking, that they be, that they be putting on. Every time something pop off, you want to get on Instagram and Twitter and try to call out your fellow peer. Trying to air everybody out for their wrongdoing on social media like you they parents. No, man. Shut up. And you contribute the way you contribute on the back end. You don't have to be all on the front line with us in the trenches like that, bruh. This ain't your fight. You ain't got to be all in the streets like that. That ain't your fight. Everybody has a role to play. If you're a public figure, you ain't got to be online tweeting at everybody calling them out and stuff like that. You can contribute just by contributing to black business and other activities along the way. But you're not gonna sit here and tell me that these celebs don't be faking. They be faking and it's fake as fuck, I can see it. And if you don't see it now, you're gonna see it later. Watch they get their card pulled. I don't wanna see you acting like Malcolm X because you just stumbled upon a couple Tariq Nasheed videos. I don't wanna hear or see that shit. It's fake as fuck and it's clear as day. We don't need you getting burnt in the fire with us. We need you. We need your presence. We need your influence. We need you here. We don't need you getting your head cracked. If you're going to get your head cracked, get your head cracked at your house when them crackers pull up. But don't go looking for the damn trouble. And then be all out here like, yeah, I'm ashamed of you, brother. I'm ashamed of you, brother. I'm ashamed of you, sister. That's not the black way. All you're doing is causing friction. That shit causes friction in the community, especially when these celebrities call out other celebrities. Yes, you can pull them to the side on the back end, but we ain't trying to see that front end shit. We don't want to see your tweets. We don't want to see your posts calling out nobody. Do your work behind closed doors. We need your money. We need your influence. We need your power. We need your presence. You ain't got to be doing all that, bro. You just got woke. Hell, I wasn't feeling Nick Cannon four or five years ago. It took y'all to understand that he didn't own his own shit the way he made it seem to be. I'm not feeling the shit what T.I. does. I knew T.I. was on that bullshit then too. He got his car pulled. Because at the end of the day, man, you can be as all woke as you wanna be, but you still are gonna show some type of action that you want your money and you want that money that you have been getting and you know who to go through to get it. Therefore, you may end up folding on your word like a Nick Cannon because you know niggas ain't got the type of money to give you. So when Kanye West come into the game being all black power and stuff like that, it looks very conflicting when he gets with a Kim Kardashian and try to build this power structure before our very eyes. Do I think Kanye be cooning? Yes. You gotta be a special type of coon to meet up with Kanye West to meet up with Donald Trump. And although he didn't marry a black woman, your cooning can be questioned because the way you came into the game and your background, your bloodline, people wouldn't have thought you would have went out like that. But hell, this is why you gotta listen to people and what they say. And when he get on, he leave your ass full white, girl. That was during the time when the power couple thing was the big thing, the Will and Jadas, the Jay-Z and Beyonce. Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. The power couple thing was really popular at the time and now it's starting to collapse. It started when Jay-Z was in the elevator and was getting swung on by Beyonce's sister, Salon. That right there was a situation where people clown. It also put in the back of our minds like, oh damn, 
maybe we shouldn't look too far into these power couples because they got problems too. Then you started seeing Beyonce come out with Lemonade and Jay-Z came with a response saying I'm sorry and all this other stuff. That was the beginning to let everybody know shit ain't sweet like that, bro. Then you got Will and Jada. Will Smith was obviously more bothered and concerned because his image didn't consistently meet the goal. His image didn't meet the end goal of what he was trying to paint. Will didn't want that business to be out there. I don't think he liked that whole situation what was going on with August and Jada in general, but I think his biggest thing was, damn, it got out. And you could see the frustration all in his face, and you can see the embarrassment somewhat in Jada's face. Are power couples really the power couples that you're looking up to? Are power couples really power couples? Are they to be acknowledged to a point that you feel as if you should follow their every move? And I believe that Kanye was sitting around, he was around Jay-Z at the time, and he went and got him a Kim, a Kim Kardashian. And both parties at the time were around each other. Now, Beyonce, from a public perspective, showed that she wasn't really rocking with Kim K like that. You could see it all in her face, her demeanor. She wasn't really effing with her like that. Maybe at the house, but you could see from a public perception, she wasn't rocking with her. They was all distant at the award shows and shit like that, not really talking to each other like that. That's Beyonce. She can talk to anybody, and anybody will open their motherfucking mouth. There's a reason why Beyonce was moving like that. Sloppiness. We know Kim Kardashian is sloppy. Her last name is Sloppy. The sloppiness started when her daddy helped OJ get off. Now, whether OJ did it or not, the chaos started then. And ever since that man died, the family did their own thing and started going crazy. Chris was with Bruce, and then Bruce turned into motherfucking Caitlyn. Tristan Thompson ran out that motherfucker. Travis Scott coon ass is in there right now. And Travis Scott is a coon. We ain't got to go far, but he's the coon who's also Kanye's artist, by the way. Tiger was in that Joker. Ray J was in that Joker. Lamar Odom was in that Joker. You see where it got him? That nigga was in a house somewhere around pussy. Coke the fuck up. Something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be off. And you see Kanye around all this as well. Now, with Kanye having the type of bloodline that he has, you wouldn't think that he would be around people like that. Those type of people. But again, Kanye is Kanye. And what I mean by that is, there's no explanation to how this nigga may move because one, he's a Gemini. Geminis are very adventurous. They get out, they get messy, they get dirty. They don't mind being vocal. They feel like the world needs them in order to breathe. I am so fucking serious. This is how Geminis think. Geminis feel like Y'all niggas can't breathe without us. So when you're looking at a Gemini and you're dealing with a Gemini, just understand, low-key, that's how they think. I'm not taking that back. I'm standing on my motherfucking words. I've heard it come out of a Gemini's mouth before. They feel like they are the center of the earth. Well, let me tell you how people feel about y'all, including myself sometimes. Me, on behalf of a lot of different people, feel like Geminis are the motherfucking devils. But we know that'll be unrealistic if we take that approach and stand on it. That's not all the way true. Even though a lot of y'all are. There's a good number of Geminis that ain't. And that's from the bottom of my heart. That's how I feel. Kanye has been spazzing out so much over the years that he had to be checked into a center. And when he was checked in, he was diagnosed for being bipolar. He was also diagnosed 
with mental illness. Bipolarism is a mental illness. I know people that ain't here no more from being bipolar, getting online, spazzing out, going live, all kinds of things. Straight bipolar, next few weeks, months, they gone. Killed themselves. I know somebody like this. I don't personally know somebody, but one well, my family members, family members dealt with this. Not too long ago, Kanye stated that he was off his psychiatric drugs and his medication for like six months. And he said, I can feel me again. But what they don't tell you about these psychiatric drugs is that yeah, it'll calm you down. But there's a downfall to those drugs. White supremacy plays a huge role into the drug game, especially when it comes to the mind. This is what Tyrese was going through years ago. Remember that time when Tyrese was spazzing out, talking about Will and Jada gave me the money because I'm broke and we're just spazzing out about his daughter and everything. He had a little episode for about a couple weeks and then he just completely just chilled and he blamed it on the psychiatric drugs that he was taking. The mind is a terrible thing to waste for real. And I'm not saying that drugs don't help you because there are drugs out there that will. But when it comes to your brain, you can't tell me that white supremacy don't play a major role in that because when somebody got your mind, they got everything. When somebody got your brain, they got everything. A lot of people who speak truth to power, who are very influential, who understands their power, who knows that they're very and highly misunderstood, that piss a lot of people off, they understand that they can't check into the hospitals like that. The last week of the trial, I got a call from Joe and a message from his mother that uh, I need you to come out and just take a look at him because they was worried about his, his demeanor. We go back to Netherlands. He asked me to come upstairs and he grabbed me and started crying and said, please don't leave me. They're trying to kill me. When's the last time you ate? He said, no, they're poisoning me. I have a friend of mine that has this huge machine in, in L.A., global cardia care to print out everything in your body and the only thing that it printed out was he was extremely dehydrated left court i said i need to take you to a hospital he said no no they'll kill me let's let nobody know where we're going let me drive you up to san francisco to a hospital that don't even know we coming he agreed to that they examined him before six they start intravenously putting liquid in him at six o'clock the next morning they were still putting water in him and the doctor said to me, had he waited 12 more hours, he would have been dead. You know, I hit the glass ceiling. You ever seen a bird fly into a window? Hell yeah. They don't know it's glass. When I hit that hospital, that was a bird flying into the window. I could have not made it out of it, but I survived and shit. The moment when you're in the hospital bed and you're next to your friend and you tell them, don't let this person leave my side. And they put you inside of an elevator and take all your friends away from you. That was the scariest moment of my life. You thought they were gonna drug you or kill you? I or... thought I was gonna get killed. Don't leave my side until my wife gets here. They have this moment where they're forced to leave your side. That's something that has to change. If a pregnant woman is, you know, delivering a baby, guarantee whoever, the people, her sisters, the, the dad, they get to stay next to Word. them till the baby is delivered. Not leaving my wife in that situation. Yeah, yeah. you just seeing through all of the simulation. Mm -hmm. Everybody's phony, everybody's an actor. And then they make your friends, the only people you believe in, leave your side. I can't express to you like how traumatizing that moment is. And then you waked up drugged the fuck out. So they put you on medication? Yeah. Are you still on any now or? Oh, most definitely. They got you on? 
I ain't gonna say. It's an imperfect solution. They understand that they can't trust everybody who has a medical degree like that. Because although you may have your degree, you might be trying to kill me. And I feel like that's what Michael Jackson was trying to do with Conrad Murray. He brought the brother in, he was black, knew what he was doing. So well, supposedly he did not. Next thing you know, brother gone. Now this is my opinion. I feel like Conrad got paid off to kill this brother and he got a slap on the wrist like, all right, here you go. You know, you got rid of our headache. And let's not act like Kanye is not in the same era as Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Prince, and a lot of others that were kind of cutting up through their demise. They're the special era that A-list celebrities and major celebrities, high profile celebrities go through if you get to that point that a lot of people will start clowning you about because they just don't understand and they just feel like you're crazy. When Whitney Houston was skinny as hell, singing at the BET Awards, everybody was like, oh damn, Whitney on crack. They been knew she was on it. But when it was so obvious and it was there, they clowned that woman talking about her kneecaps about to shake off. I've heard every joke, you've heard, you've heard every joke in the world. Wacko Jacko. He went through his little era. Why is Michael Jackson wearing a mask? Now everybody around this motherfucker wearing a mask. Putting his baby over a rail. He looking like a 79 year old pale white woman. Wacko Jacko strikes again. Fuck Michael. Fuck him. He forgot he was a nickel. He forgot he was a nickel. He forgot he was us dog supporting him. He had that big ass Bill Pepper ass nose. Fuck him. Fuck him. You remember that? Cat Williams said it. And everybody clapped for that shit. I remember. You can go back to the stand up. Everybody clowned it and clapped and laughed. Whether they agreed or not, they, they went on with the laugh. And that's kicking somebody while they down. Oh, that's kicking somebody while they down. You may not be saying it and it may not be coming out of your mouth, but you kicking that person while they're down because you're, you're, because you're contributing to that shit by laughing. Us as people don't understand the damage we do to others when they sick, especially when they sick. And I'm more so speaking on people when they sick, for real, like crying out for help. We can't act like Kanye ain't crying out for help. I feel like there's a lot of reasons why he's going through what he's going through. I feel like it's his daughter as well his kids he mentioned that he mentioned on twitter i put my life oh my god that north's mom would never photograph her playboy and that's on god i'm at the ranch come get me i feel like that part is a little piece of what of the big mess that he's dealing with i feel like the only reason i'm, I'm, I'm gonna just say it like this a lot of people be like oh don't put this out in the air man i feel like i gotta put it out there because every time when i hold on to something and it happens I'd be like, damn, I should have, I, I feel responsible. I feel like I should have just put that shit out there, whether it was real or not, and just put it out there because somebody would have looked into it and acknowledged the fact that, hey, I got to check myself. I'm going to exit from this situation. I feel like the only reason why Kanye, one of the main reasons why he's living is because of his kids. I think he, I don't think he give a damn about them white people that he around. I think he cares about Kim. But in the end, I think he cares about them kids more than anything. Those those are his real heartbeats. They are his real heartbeats. And because he didn't marry a black woman, which is his choice, he chose that woman, not us. He's dealing with the fear of what could happen life after him and while he's living. But he's more so concerned about what he can't control while he's gone. Because he knows that at any given moment, anything could happen to him. He was checked into a mental facility and were given all kind of drugs. He ain't been the same since then either. His mother was his heartbeat. 
So who else is that heartbeat? Kim K? Nah. Not like his daughter. Not like his son. She the last heartbeat when it comes to that. I feel like Kanye is going through a lot of challenges when it comes to keeping Kim Kardashian. I feel like he's going through money troubles a little bit. I mean, a woman like Kim Kardashian is very hard to maintain, especially when she's seen everything. Do you know how creative Kanye gotta be to keep that woman happy? Although we should all be creative, damn. Do you know how creative he has to be to keep Kim Kardashian happy and to keep her managed in a space where she won't flip on him? and take them kids away and turn them into something that he don't want them to be at all. A lot of things happen with these kids growing up, especially when they're celebrity kids. We see it happen all the time to the Orlando Brown, the dude who played off of Home Alone, Bow Wow, Chris Brown, so many child stars out there. And the ones that I named, they're not at the top of the list. I'm just naming them. But it's a lot of pressure to be a child star when your mother is one person and your dad is another. And then you gotta walk your journey of life. And your parents know this. Your parents know these things. Kanye is looking at everything he has done in life, especially as a celebrity, and is thinking like, damn, what are they gonna go through? He's basically being a parent being a father trying to shield them the best way he can but he understands that he can't fight every battle now a lot of people are like jb where are you going with this shit right here where are you going with this because the man can't be defended look i can't defend his actions all the way even though i think that he doesn't mean any malice by what he's saying and doing i think all of this shit is just reactional but i want people from here on out to take a closer look at the action when folks aren't doing right when folks are making funny moves online in general public figures are not and then you get on your platform to be like oh they stupid as fuck see what i'm saying i knew they were dumb as fuck here come they dumb ass again here come the Fucking stupid ass nickel right here. See, he's stupid. I feel like people just be talking just to talk because they got a platform just to talk now. The people have to be called out for their wrongdoing. There's enough canceling celebrities, but ain't enough canceling the people. Nah, man, fuck that shit. You was a part of it. You get kicked too, bitch. You said it for yourself. All these celebrities eat, sleep, and shit just like me. Okay, well, if they eat, sleep, and shit just like you, motherfucker, you can get this work too. You ain't gotta be an A-lister, a B-lister, a C-lister, a D-lister, or F-lister to get this work. You can be a consumer and get this work. You know Kanye sick. Let's be real. You know Kanye West. Kanye Omari West is sick. You know everybody knows he's sick. He put it out there. The doctors diagnosed him and everything. So when he started going on his rants and all that other stuff, here you are trying to get brownie points just so you can pay your fucking bills online through your little stupid ass podcast your little stupid ass YouTube channel. See, let me tell you what's wrong with Kanye West. See, we about to cancel this nigga. You sound stupid. And another thing is too, people be all for canceling folks, but this goes back to what I was saying about the Wild and Out episode. When they did what they did to me, I clearly stated and said that I would have never shit on another black person or set another black person up like that on television to make them meet their demise. I would never do that to my biggest enemy on television because i don't own television it ain't my shit you found that shit out through nick it took y'all to find that out through nick to find out what ownership is really all about i wouldn't i would never ish on another black person on a public platform like that and try to set them up for their demise so therefore you got to understand that twitter don't belong to us facebook don't belong to us youtube don't belong to us 
a lot of these major platforms that you use in Snapchat don't belong to us. Hardly none of them belong to us. The only shit we own is our merchandise and our websites. And most of y'all niggas ain't even got websites. You see no point in it. But you're going to find out later on the value into websites. The value in websites. Take accountability for the shit you put out there. You don't get no special treatment and you shouldn't get no likes and no fucking retweets when you shitting on a sick person. That's weak. That's fucking weak. And the crazy part about it is, if we wake up one day and Kanye West is dead, I want y'all to keep that same fucking energy towards him. All that ishing on his name, saying he ain't ish, this, that, and the third. Keep that energy when he don't wake up one day. When you wake up in the morning, he ain't here the one day. Because if that happens, I know, you know, that everybody online gonna be saying, rest in peace to the GOAT. Oh Lord, you know how it's gonna go if that man leave the earth or when he leaves the earth. But don't let him leave during his demise and let all this shit play out. Lord knows we gonna see everything go 360. It's gonna go three fucking 60. Everybody gonna, everybody gonna go based off of what's popular. And to be real, it's popular to hate Kanye West. It's popular to shit on him. It's popular to get on your little podcasts and your little YouTube channels, your little Facebooks and your Twitters and all that stuff and ish on this man. It's popular to do that to a lot of people. So when this is what cancel culture has done. Cancel culture has enabled people to kick a motherfucker because it's popular to do so. You niggas did that shit to me. And I will politely tell you to kiss my ass crack. Kiss the rooted, pooted, depth of my ass crack you niggas ain't shit at the end of the day Kanye West music is gonna save him when it's all said and done because he came into the game young swinging and letting the people know what he's on and then later on he went through the drugs all the other stuff all those weird different moves yeah you you can judge a man however you want to judge a man but that body of work gonna stick baby that body of work is gonna stick forever and that's the body of work motherfucker gonna play when he's gone his body of work is true substance and although interviews and your words outside of your work can gain just as much traffic you gotta understand that that body of work speaks otherwise for real if you ain't got nothing good to say about yay leave it alone and the reason why I say leave it alone is because you getting online saying, oh, he ain't this, he ain't that. What what are you saying new to the people? What did you voice and put out there that is new to the people? The people be like, oh, damn, I never thought about it that way. Damn, I, 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 I ain't never seen it like that, like like that. Because you were speaking some, some real nigga shit when you said that nigga Kanye was cool. You were speaking some real shit on that one, bro. You ain't saying nothing no different from the rest of these million, gazillion ass niggas that's getting up just doing podcasts and stuff like that on Kanye because it's just simply popular. Popular. And that's something you guys got to start to understand when things happen to celebrities and people in the future. Stop trying to jump on people's dick and opinions just because something seems popular. You people get on my nerves with that. Gets on my nerves. Oh, well, it's popular to kick him. Oh, fuck, fucking reason. Fuck Kanye. Fuck Jay Z, cause he was with that NFL shit. Even though I respect Hove, if I see him in person, I want this picture with a uh, uh, fuck Jay Z.
motherfuckers be all online holding celebrities accountable and people talking about what they should be building and what they should be funding motherfucker it's more of the consumers than celebrities out there so how about you build your own shit how about you fund your own motherfucking school no i'm dead ass serious the consumers should be worried about themselves instead of these celebrities because nick cannon was the clear example to let y'all niggas know that these motherfuckers ain't bought it they ain't bought it they talk that shit and then when the water get hot here they go apologize and that was an insult to our people a huge insult you out here in the war zone with us, bruh. All black power for four or five years, bruh. Doing spoken word with it and all that. Nigga, we was on your side. Black people was on your side. And as soon as the other side pulled your card, you got weak. And you wanna send goons to me? What? Send goons to them crackers. You lost all your validity and your solidarity when you folded like that. That is a sign of weakness, and I'm tired of black men being weak. Uh, we're not little boys. We need to be grown-ass men. And I identified Nick as uh, what you might call a bridge builder. Barack Obama wanted to bring white people and black people together. I'm not a bridge builder. I'm more of a mobilizer. I don't really want to talk to white people that much. I want to talk to black people. No disrespect to white people, Asian people, or anybody else. I talk to my people to get my people ready to go talk to other people. And Kanye is dealing with the same damn thing. It's hard to be a, a celebrity, a public figure, be an A-lister, be all black power, and then at the same time, try to cater to these other groups. It is damn near impossible. Kanye West has more white fans than black fans, I would say. And if he got more white fans, they show it just by buying merch. There's way more white people buying his merch than niggas. Niggas out here buying his shoes and stuff, but they ain't paying for that merch like how white folks are how other groups are. Enjoy your people while you got them because it's so easy for us to get caught up into the drama, the nonsense, kick people while they're down. And as soon as they die, you niggas be the first thing on social media talking about, damn, I'm so hurt. I know, way no, I fucking know. Shut your stupid ass up. You niggas get on my nerve with that dumb shit. You shouldn't kick nobody while they down, especially when you understand that they have an illness. Leave that shit alone, man. Go get you another job. Go find a trade or some shit. Motherfuckers be out here canceling folks. And when and then when they find out that they ain't on that shit, you ain't even got enough in you to apologize to them. Because you don't feel like your opinion or you're big enough to be looked at. So it's like, oh, I'ma just hide. I, I, I talked all my shit online. I talked all my shit online. Even though I'm wrong, I'm just finna hide in the back. Cause they not gonna know. Nah, nigga, we know. We just can't pull your card like that and put you on all these different platforms and expose your bitch ass because you understand that you don't have the influence. But you sure got the influence when everybody kicking the motherfucker. Oh, you got the influence then, huh? Oh, you feel it then. You, you feel every bit of it then. Y'all niggas feel y'all power when it's time to cancel a motherfucker. But when it's time to right your wrongs, Oh, but, but, but they don't see me anyway. Why they responding to me? You, ain't hey, don't you got something else to do in life besides responding to little old me? Get your stupid ass up. <laughs> y'all niggas some dumb niggas, boy. I tell you, y'all niggas some dumb niggas. Not all black people. I'm talking about just these niggas. You know who you are. So what I say is, watch what you say. Watch what you project out there into the world, into the universe, because it's coming back to you. It's pull your card season. If 2020 ain't teach you nothing else, motherfucker, clean your nose because the shit gonna come back to you. You need to be walking 2020 
and on like you taking a sobriety test. Motherfucker, don't step nowhere near outside this line or your car getting pulled. That's what these days are all about. Like I said, this this podcast was about Kanye, but it was it's more so targeted towards the people who don't understand and like understanding when it comes to people's demise. We gotta be more compassionate when it comes to people's downfalls, even though we don't understand everything. Everything ain't up for your understanding. And people feel like because they don't understand something, that it's okay to get online and ish on them. That ain't right, bro. That ain't right. I hate the way the internet is nowadays. I hate it. It's a it's a gift and a curse. On one end, you can blow up, make a make a living for yourself. You can sell merch, have your own business, do a lot of different things. But on the other end, straight bullshit. Motherfuckers out here all day looking for clout, trying to set you up, trying to scam you. It's just all kind of crap going on, man. And I don't like it. I don't like it. But yeah, man. Leave Kanye alone, bro. Let that man do what he do. He may not be saying all the right things. He might be pissing you off. But the only way to nurture that energy is to nurture your bad energy. Make sure you don't put out no fuck shit. Because what you put out there will cause the reaction whether you receive a mention in your DM or not. That person is going to react because they see them comments, they're digesting it, and they going on about their lives doing what they do. So I don't want to hear that, oh, you're a celebrity, you should be able to take it. Shut your bitch ass up. You sound miserable. Misery loves company. They really do. So be careful, man. Be careful what you speak out there. You never know if you're going to run into people. It's a small world, man. It's a, it's a very small world. So I pray for Kanye. I pray for everybody out there that's going through something, especially during these times. Lord knows I pray and I mean well. I'm hurt a lot of times based off of the shit I see. I may not show up with my face, but I be hurt. I be like, damn, why they had to say that? Why they had to do that? Why they got to kick he or she while they going through this? What's the point in that? Never ish on someone's demise. I guarantee you it's gonna come back and bite you in your ass. You see men fall, don't laugh. Learn, learn, because you're on your way up. And the things that tempt people to fall, you and I are not free from that temptation, nor from the weakness that will cause us to stumble and fall. When you laugh at somebody else's fall, white or black, rich or poor, enemy or your friend, you are laughing and opening a way for your own demise when you do that. Because to laugh and not learn, to make mockery and not to understand, is to make the same mistake yourself. Did you hear me? You see men fall, don't laugh. Because 90% of all people, 90% of all people, 90% of all people don't give a damn about your problems and glad you got it. So while I'm out here spitting this poem, I'm hoping that the 10% is out here. Yeah. The place that people came to hear was on your mind. You don't get online and laugh. You just send a salute to God and be like, God, I see you, bro. Good looking out. Leave it alone. Hell, you ain't even got to say good looking out. But you get what I'm saying. Don't rub it in. It's not going to work for you. I can't explain God, okay? I can explain it to a certain degree, but I can't explain the actions of God and I can't explain karma. Karma comes all kind of ways. People be so quick to shout out, oh, that's karma, oh, that's karma, oh, that's karma. See, 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 remember that was cool? Remember they did this? See, that's karma. Nigga, you don't know what the fuck it is. You don't know what the fuck it is. Shut shut, shut up. You don't know where that shit coming from. They could have done some shit back in 1992 and that was the karma that came back. 
I hate when people be acting like they all just just know everything when it comes to karma. See? Remember that time when they when they picked their nose and they shot that shit on Miss Johnson? See, that's that karma right there. Nigga, shut your bitch ass up. Y'all know shit. Even somebody done something to me, I'm not gonna completely put it on me. If somebody do something to me and something happened to them right after, I'm gonna be like, damn, maybe that had something to do with me. Or a piece of me at least. You gotta be a special type of in tune to understand someone's karma and where it's coming from. Majority of you niggas don't know shit when it comes to that. You just be saying it because as soon as you see somebody go down because they did some shit you didn't like or they rubbed you the wrong way, it's karma because of you. Shut the fuck up. Shut your dirty ass up. Shut your dirty ass up. And a lot of you niggas be calling karma but don't believe in God. See, that was karma. So what, the trees did it? The fucking moon did it, nigga? Get the fuck out of here. Like I said, I realize that everybody don't believe in God, but you can't tell me that the trees did it. You can't tell me when you say, oh, the universe, what, what the wind did it? <laughs> okay, you got it, player. You got it. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm about to go ahead and get off this thing, man. Y'all stay level-headed. Stay in the cut. Stay out the way. Keep putting points on the board. And make it a priority to never ish on somebody while they're down. It is not going to work in your favor when somebody is down and you kicking them. It's not going to work in your favor. It may feel good in the moment. Like, see, see what happened to such and such. You're making calls and FaceTime, doing all kind of stuff. Texting people, sending screenshots, saying, see, look at them, look at them, look at them. See, 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 see. Okay, you just better hope what you call karma is accurate with what you're sending out to people. Because if it ain't, you're going to get your day. And the crazy part is every dog has their day. Every dog has their day. So uh, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say it at all. And that's it. If you see bullshit, call it out. But keep it respectful. We need to stop shitting on our people on these platforms that we don't own. Because at the end of the day, it's just as bad as trying to clown somebody on television that look just like you. The dominant society is watching. They're watching your every move. They're watching how you're moving, how you're sleeping, what you're tweeting, what you're posting, what you're deleting. They know everything. So when you do it online, just, just, just keep in mind that the dominant society is watching and they're going to feed off that. So watch what you do. Watch what you say. Watch what you project. Life ain't a game, bro. This is serious business. But yeah, man, make sure you subscribe to the Unspoken Truth channel. The Spoken Reasons channel. Make sure you leave a comment. All the other stuff that these YouTubers say. Like, comment, subscribe. You know what to do, man. But uh, yeah, man, subscribe to the podcast channel. Go check out all the previous. I got a lot of dope stuff. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm about to roll out, man. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I am I. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other.
social media Bring out the devil The devil It's a struggle Logging off this time, you bugging on my timeline. Let me detox and take a rewind. Social media got random spirits that come in contact. You gotta filter and scan the vibes. Everybody, the media, we all got opinions. Stay freed up and do things Social media Bring out the devil Social media Social media Is the devil Social media Social media Bring out the devil